This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and today I'm with Brittany of Whipped and Baked by Britt. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you. I'm so happy that we finally got to chat. Yeah. I love talking to bakers and anyone who makes anything sweet. Well, I make everything sweet with a ton of sugar. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just, I've always had a huge sweet tooth, so I'm always Trust like... Trust me, me too. Yeah. I wouldn't have started a bakery if I didn't. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I mean, that leads into our first question is how did you get into baking? So I was living in Orlando going to UCF and then COVID hit mm-hmm. and just out of boredom, it was so bad. Uh, I decided to make the hardest pastry in the world and... It took me a long time, at least six months of constant baking and testing and experimenting and wasting a ton of ingredients, but I finally nailed it and I love doing it. It's, it's a work of art because it's so difficult, but I can, I can be as creative as I want to. It's a great creative outlet for me Okay. and I get to share it with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And is it true that like the humidity can even affect the oh baking God, yeah. process? Oh, absolutely. It's really hard in Florida too. Yes. <laughs> it's really difficult. Um, but I'm starting to think that it's a myth, honestly. Okay. Because some days I'll bake when it's raining and mm-hmm. I'll do totally fine. And other days the batches will come out of the oven all messed up, lopsided, cracked, whatever. So I'm still trying to work out the kinks and if it's a real thing or not. Interesting. um, I would use a gas oven, which is wet in itself because it's gas burning. And I've had to do a lot of um, tweaks and everything to get the temperature just right for them to rise properly. And there's just so many variables. Even the oven Even the oven, yeah. I have... um, thermometers all over because gas ovens have hot spots so one side of the pan can be totally lopsided and one side could be perfect because of the different because of the, the heat differences five ten degrees can make the biggest difference yeah you would think that like with all the technology we have today they would make an oven that wasn't so difficult oh it's it's it doesn't exist <laughs> it's difficult and I like you picked like the hardest pastry and probably like the hardest state weather wise. Yeah. Because Florida is so like just weird with its yeah. with it, it's the way one the side of the sky is yes. black, one side is it sunny. It wants to be hot and cold. Like it was yeah. beautiful this morning. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And I don't want to go outside anymore. No. Nope. I'm done for the day. No, I don't go outside. No. Well, I spend all day baking inside, which is nice, but yeah. I don't go outside. You get enough heat from the oven and right. all that stuff. You don't right. You don't need any more. If only they could give you a tan. If the ovens could give you a tan, bakers would never go outside. Oh, I'm super pale. <laughs> bakers would just never go outside. Yeah. But that's that's fine, though, because, you know, the sun the sun is, shows violence every single day that it wakes up. I agree. Up. I agree. So tell me a little bit more about how hard it was for you to, like, master macaroons. Macarons. 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 So why does everyone say macaroons? Macaroons are coconut piles that are baked with meringue and like covered in chocolate. So and people stuff. just get them mixed up. Right. It's just a one, one letter that is, makes a whole difference. And it's like a constant battle with macaron bakers because every single person calls them macaroons. Every single person. And I love both of those. And I'm just like... I literally... actually made 
a macaroon macaron and some the, the pride boxes for this month it's um coconut ganache and toasted coconut in a macaron how creative i just but i can't even explain it to people i'm just like yeah it's toasted coconut yeah that's it <laughs> so like how funny we've pretty much like energy like we've just pretty much turned both those pastries and we just gave them this like right. the same name right and like people who like yourself who are like really like into that pastry yeah. are probably like you guys are idiots well <laughs> it's just frustrating because it takes no effort to make a macaroon but it takes the most effort to make a macaron and nobody gets it <laughs> no one gets it Okay, well, now I know. Macaron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tell so, everyone you know. Yeah, I'm just going to be like, look, man, I'm just going to throw one at you. One I, just, I just correct people. If they say macaron, I'm like, uh-uh, macaron. Sorry. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. It I takes so much time to make them. Definitely correct people. Yeah, it bothers Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you started this, starting to bake them when mm-hmm. you were basically home from college because of COVID. Right. And you were just bored of binging netflix and you're like yeah i'm gonna do this i had watched everything tiger king was over yeah i had nothing else i was i was empty after that (laughs) so i just um so i started baking or teaching myself Mm -hmm. rather i was researching and watching youtube videos and testing and um and that was still in orlando and then when I decided that I was gonna move home because wasting the rent money and everything just to yeah. do online classes, it wasn't worth it. So I moved back to Tampa um, and I made a batch of macarons for my family and they were like, why don't you just start a business? Yeah. Cause I wasn't working, school's online, I have nothing to do. And I was so worried about starting during a pandemic. I mean, I was terrified, but it turned out to actually work better because everything is virtual. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then it, yeah, it took six months, almost seven months to teach myself. And then I started selling to family and friends and trying new flavors and getting opinions. And then just went to my first market. And it all started there. Nice. Yeah. I love hearing, like, I've talked to, like, so many people who have started mm-hmm. during COVID or at the start of COVID. Yeah. You know? Me too. And just it's like, everyone. And, and, like, this is the perfect time, honestly, mm-hmm. to start a business if you want to. Yeah. Just, like, go for it. You, you have know? so much time to just, your mind is just going crazy and um, boredom breeds creativity. Yes. It's just, it's just how it is. I made way more art it's not the best art but i made it to make you happy whatever so many crystal bracelets yes like you know i i created like three different islands when animal crossing came into play (laughs) um you know i yeah it was i had too much time on my hands me too way too too much and now i don't have enough time there are not enough hours in the day for me to that's a great problem for a business owner to have though it's a great problem i'm tired (laughs) tired give yourself a break establish okay i'm gonna go work crazy till this point and then be like i'm going on vacation like peace i'm working on getting to the point where i can say no to orders because right now i take every order that i can Mm -hmm. i need to build my business as much as possible i need to make as much money to build Mm -hmm. and until once I get to the point that I can say no to some orders and take a weekend off or travel somewhere, then I'm going to do it. 
That would be nice. And yeah. are you still doing school as well? I am. I'm a full-time student. Oh, my Jesus. Online. Lord have mercy. Yeah. So what, what degree are you going to get, if I can ask? Psychology. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I guess then, like, are you going to basically – you're obviously still going to get your degree, but mm-hmm. are you going to – do anything with that or are you just going to keep going with this my degree is my backup plan basically i like that okay because yeah. yeah. i love psychology i'm the psychology friend okay yeah i just i'm always the listener and the advice giver and Aww. i just feel like once i started taking psychology classes i was like i love this mm-hmm. and um it's also the easiest degree so because there's no math involved there's oh. no like Unless I wanted to go way higher, mm-hmm. um, I don't have to do math, and I'm, I can just read and learn, and then apply it to real life. And I love doing that. Like I can learn something from a chapter in psychology, and then go like analyze my family members. And <laughs> I imagine like, that's very fun for you. Probably not so much. For they don't for like them. it. They don't no. like it. But it's fun for me. No, oh so I keep God. doing it. <laughs> Holidays must be a joy for you. Well, actually. This coming holiday, I'm going to be the designated dessert person. Oh my goodness, they are going to make you do all the desserts, aren't Plus, they? Plus, on top of all the business that comes for Christmas. <laughs> Charge those family members. Unfortunately, I can't, as much as I want to. You, you can give them a family discount, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just be like, hey, can you at least go, if I give you a list of supplies, go buy it for me? <laughs> So, have you tried any other challenging um, baker, like, um, wow, what is the word? Um, recipes. There we go. So, macarons are definitely the most challenging, but from a macaron, macarons are naturally gluten-free. Okay. So, everything in this box is gluten-free. Wonderful. And now we get other special, t- like, um, I just got a cake order for one of my vendor friends for next week. For her kid, he is gluten-free, dairy-free, and soy-free. Okay. So I have to make a cake for him that is totally allergen-free. And it's not even trying, like, new types of cookies or something like that. It's, like, finding the recipe that people need so that they don't get sick, but they can still enjoy it. And that is challenging in itself. Um, We just started doing wedding cakes. And we offer gluten-free wedding cakes, so we have to make sure that the structure is good enough to stack and to decorate and all this stuff, even though it's a totally different flower. Yeah. So that's the most challenging part, for sure. It's, we, like, we've kind of, like, dabbled with, like, vegan days, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, it was very hard. I've tried vegan macarons once. It's, it was, it was awful. Yeah. Because even, it's just totally different structure with no egg. Yeah. Because macarons are made out of meringue. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole structure of the cookie. Yeah. But um, vegan macarons are made with aquafaba chickpea water. And mm-hmm. you have to cook it down and then whip it and do all this stuff. And I tried once and it was a disaster. It just wasn't, no. Right. So once I have the time, I'm going to try again. Um, because I've gotten so many people that are like, are you vegan and gluten free? And I'm like... No, I don't have anything vegan right now, but I'm working on it. It's really hard, too, because there are certain things that you would think are vegan, and then you come to realize they're not vegan. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, Jesus. Right. 
So the, the the people who like live a 100% vegan lifestyle, they're very, very de- dedicated, very disciplined. I don't disciplined. know how they do. I just, um, a few months ago, became vegetarian, mm-hmm. and it's hard. Yeah. I can't imagine vegan. Yeah. I live off of eggs for protein. Yeah. And restaurant, it's so hard to eat out. Yeah. So I just, I can't even imagine. So that's, but that's why I want to work on vegan so that they can actually enjoy something. Right. Yeah. 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 Work in progress. Exactly. Because they deserve fun, tasty food as well. Right. Everyone does. When they go out, you know, they're not cooking for themselves. Right. And then like, um, at markets and stuff, people will come up like super excited and they're like, you have gluten free, like everything. I'm like a hundred percent gluten free and I make their day. Yeah. And it's so nice. I had um, a girl that I used to work with, and like when I was like working, you know, for someone, I was like the birthday person. So mm-hmm. everyone, you know, I tried to make everyone's birthday very special. Mm-hmm. And I always like to bring in goodies because you can't have a birthday without goodies. Mm-hmm. And she was like 100% like no gluten, like free, like no, like nothing. Like and you, it was very strict. I had to bring her a veggie platter because <laughs> I couldn't, I could not find anything for her. And I mean, it lucked out because she was 100% happy with a veggie platter, mm-hmm. but I still felt like bad. I was like, I can't, I can't find you anything yeah. that's like tasty and dessert wise that like will not make you sick. Well, now you have someone. Yeah. Now I have someone. I don't even work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But at least for myself. Yeah. So do you have any interest in owning a, like a bakery one day? Absolutely. Well, I wouldn't call it a bakery. I would say more of an industrial kitchen. Okay. Um, I don't want to have like a bakery shop with like tables and everything for people to sit and lollygag and I don't want to have to do like the whole bakery display thing and like mm-hmm. keep everything fresh like I want a massive commercial kitchen for you to, to crank out all yeah. the orders um, come in by appointment only and for pickups and everything because I just we spend so much time baking for customers and everything that customer service is harder even though it's really important. So I just, I would rather people come in, pick up their stuff, have a few conversations or whatever, and then I got to get to the next thing. The next order. Right. Because it's, it's hard too, like having to, this is not easy to bake. Mm-hmm. And everything that you do is very beautiful, very detailed. Thank you. It, it, how long does it take you for one order? That totally depends. So, um... Let's say, like, if I was to order, like, a set of, like, let's say, like, 20 macaroons. Oh, that's two hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just started doing uh, dessert tables yeah. for parties and stuff. And that is a cake, sometimes 300 macarons, and then uh, gluten-free Rice Krispie treats and gluten-free cake pops. and 300? Yeah. Look, that's like this. In this tower right here. Oh my goodness. Cause yeah. and you do like these like you do a lot. Like even your cakes like are very like well stacked and very well designed. It's hard. And, yeah. Cakes are the most stressful thing ever. Because you could spend so much well, you have to bake the cake, you have to make all the icing, but then you have to rest them and make sure that they're like stable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have to stack them and then you have to decorate and then you have to transport transporting cakes is so stressful because like this one that we did it was probably this big and we had to put it in a cake box 
and then I was driving and my mom had it on her lap mm. in the back seat and um Tampa roads are oh my god so no. bad <laughs> potholes everywhere the drivers are aggressive are insane and, and like I have a cake yeah nobody knows that we have a cake in the car and no so, one probably cares honestly no one cares either <laughs> like, and then and then setting it up at the event on the cake stand doing finishing touches and people are around you it makes it more stressful if they're watching because they're like in awe i know it's really exciting for us it is exciting you guys are so like you're in this like anxious state where you're like i don't know if i'm gonna make this cake and we're just like oh so pretty on top of setting up the whole other desserts and all like it's just a lot it's a lot I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, I didn't already think I would either. Of like the stress and the anxiety behind it, yeah. like at first, my mom and I were like, "We're never doing cakes. We're never doing cakes." Cakes are big, though. And then all of a sudden, we do cakes, and it's our business has doubled. Yeah, especially because we offer gluten free. Yeah, and it's like it's bad too because, like, I, if I ever think of like an event. You know, like, let's say, like, they say that girls always think about their weddings, okay? Mm. So, I've already thought multiple times about how I would want, like, baked goods to go. Yeah. Like, how do I want my cake to go? What do I, do I want a dessert table? Mm -hmm. Like, you know? It's also a ton of pressure. Yeah. Because that's someone's big day. Yeah. That's the day that they're going to remember forever. And if you mess it up, that is on you. Mm -hmm. And so, I get, um, they send me color palettes and ideas that they want and it's pretty easy to match colors i have a ton of variety and i love mixing colors mm-hmm. like i did this one it's like tie-dye oh how cute yeah. um i love playing with colors but all of a sudden i'll get a customer that's like what do you think or what's like a good idea that, or can you send me some inspiration i'm like i don't know what you want i don't know you you just that's emailed the- me out of nowhere and, and then I have to, like, search the internet and Pinterest and Instagram and all these places and try to come up with elegant but fun but creative for me so mm-hmm. I'll enjoy it. Yeah. And I just have to send it off and hope for the best. Would you rather almost that, like, the people who come to you, like, wanting your services just have an idea in their mind? Yeah. Um, when customers are super detailed know exactly what they want I make sure that I say thank you and I appreciate you um, for making this not so hard on me Um, and then I'll get a customer that's like yeah uh, I have no idea what color I want can you just do whatever and I'm like "Um, sure I have like hundred different colors that I can pick from. Is there any color you absolutely hate so I avoid that one? <laughs> and then it's like well what don't you like? Yeah. <laughs> Just work off of that. Yeah. So yeah. When there's um when there's a customer that know what, knows what they want, it's amazing. <laughs> I know. We seem to think too that like that's the best question for you. Like oh yeah, like what, do you, what would you like? And you're yeah. like that is the opposite. Like right. please tell me what you want. No, tell me every single detail so I can yes. match it perfectly. No pressure on, less pressure on me. I wouldn't say no pressure, but less pressure. Yes. And um, yeah, it just makes my whole day easier. It's like, I'm a Libra. I would never be able to do that. My mom's a Libra. I would be paralyzed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I can't even decide what I want to eat. Yeah. You know, what do you it's want for hard. lunch? 
I don't know. And I'm like, I'm going to sit here and starve until you tell me what we're eating because right. I'm not making the decision. <laughs> How do you get all of the beautiful designs and color patterns on your uh, Macron's? Uh, that is equal parts my creativity and ideas that I get from other bakers. Um, I love Instagram, the explore page. And even if I see like a cake with color palette, that I like, I'll use the color palette in macarons. Um, and I just, I try to come up with, I try to think about what people would love to see that mm -hmm. maybe they haven't seen before. And then what I, like what my vision is. But most of the time it's what's new and fun and exciting that people will want to buy and have in their hands. Mm -hmm. Because I can be as creative as I want, but if no one's going to buy it, then my business isn't going to run. Yeah. So I have to think about the customer and also kids because I'll go to market um, for Valentine's Day. I did a love box and I did a heart-shaped macaron and all the little girls just wanted the pink heart to eat. Aww. And um, I just started doing Mickey macarons. Oh, I bet they love that. And people go crazy for Mickey Mouse. And um, custom colors and a bunch of stuff for that, too, for their kids' birthday. You could really, like, customize, like, any, like, yeah. anything. Yeah. I started you know? playing around with more characters. Um, I'm doing a sea sh a mermaid theme. Okay. So I made seashell macarons Cute. shaped. Um, I've done cacti and succulents. I've I done, saw that one. That I was cute. I love doing those. Uh, sunflowers and cow print. Cow print has been really big. Yeah, I don't know why we're all getting into cow print. I don't know either. Yeah. But it's been popular. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to just come out with some cool creative stuff that people will want. For what has been like your favorite thing that you've done so far? Oh my goodness, I don't know. <laughs> I do so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably the cacti. Okay. Yeah. That was really fun because I'm a big plant person. Okay. I don't really have time for plants anymore, and a lot of them have died. Aww. But I love plants. Um, so I think doing those was a lot of fun. And it was challenging. So Nice. Yeah. They were really cute. I saw them on Thank Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. I was like, oh. And I... other than that, like the sunflower and cow print ones, have you seen those? Yes. Those took me eight hours to decorate. Just to decorate? Yeah. Making them is the easy part, but I was sitting down uh, at the bar just with bags of royal icing all over me and um, just decorating every single one by hand. And it's a huge sense of accomplishment when I I'm finished and I can take the picture and then give them to the customer and then go take a nap. It must like make you so happy as well when you like see like you hand it to the customer and you see how excited they are yeah. and then to obviously find out that they've all been eaten there's like right. none left like that must be so satisfying for you. Absolutely. And it's it's even better when um they message me after just on their own. I don't have to ask for feedback or anything. Mm -hmm. They just text me and say how amazing it was and how much it made their birthday party or whatever and they mm -hmm. The, the best one is I didn't know gluten-free could taste this good. Oh. That is my favorite compliment ever. By far. Especially yeah. as like a, like a new like budding like business. Right. Like just it must be feel so validating for like right. people to have such a positive right. reaction. Because even still 
um, we'll send out an order and we're like, are they going to like it? Like we, I just feel nervous about orders Mm -hmm. because people are finicky. Like you never know. Yeah. So it's just, when I get a validating message, it is the best feeling. Yes. Tell your bakers you loved it guys. Yeah. (laughs) Tell your bakers they loved it so they can go to sleep. (laughs) Um, would you ever do like a collaboration with another baker downtown? And if so, who? Oh, that might be a loaded question. I don't, I don't know who, but I would definitely, I would definitely do a collab. I love working with other small businesses and other people. One, so that you can feel sense of community. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Because when I was, when we first started and I didn't know anyone, it was kind of like, is anyone going to even care yeah. that I'm doing this? And how am I going to get traction and all of this stuff? And now I have a huge sense of community. And yeah. I have vendor friends that um, I can hang out with at markets. And we're like, yeah, let's make sure we're neighbors at the market. And Aww. like all that kind of stuff. So, um, But I would definitely collab with someone. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's lonely at first getting started. It definitely yeah. is. Because you're just so stuck on what you're doing. And then mm-hmm. uh, you just get so focused. Yeah. And then it's like, well, now what? Yep. Like, who am I going to talk to? You reach this goal and where you can kind of relax maybe just a little bit. And then you realize like, oh, I haven't heard from my friends or family yeah. in a long time. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. What are they doing? Like, you know, I, like I... I don't remember, like, the last time I talked to my mom. Right. Like, you know, which is bad. All I do is talk to my mom. Yeah. Because she's my mom, my best friend, and my business partner. Lucky. I should probably (laughs) just make my mom my business partner at this point. Um, But, yeah, like, it's just... I didn't, like, I didn't even see her for Mother's Day. You know, I was like, I'm working. Yeah. I don't see my friends anymore. Yeah. Um, At first, they kind of thought that I was ditching them. But I was Mm -hmm. like, that's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And now... They're just like, hey, let us know when you're free this month, yeah. and um, and we'll try to go to dinner. Or go. Have they ever tried to be like, how can we help you? Oh, all the time, all the time. My friends are so supportive, um, and they always want to help me out. But honestly, I don't have room for another body in the kitchen mm-hmm. or in the car to do anything else. And I know um, it's hard to teach someone to do something or how it needs to be done, like when it's an urgent thing yes so i say i appreciate you and you're the best and i love you for it but i'm okay yeah i got it you might not be able to help me too much but that's one thing you could possibly do one of these is people want me to do classes all the time i would take one the only problem is i don't i do it out of my house it's a cottage bakery i don't want people in my house no i don't Especially right now, I don't know who's vaccinated. Yeah. I don't know who's not. Yes. I don't know where you've been yes. or who you've been with. And until COVID clears up more, I'm going to say no to the classes. Yeah. And then maybe in a year or two, I'll start doing them. Because people love to learn. Yep. Um, and it's not just baking like a cookie. It's no. hard. So. I I wanted to do like I've like been really wanting to like make macaroons like for like my partner's birthday, mm-hmm. but like I'm like too intimidated to even try. Don't to, be intimidated, you know. And I'm like, I will say though, you will feel defeated. You will because it is so hard, and then all of a sudden you're gonna get it. You and will. You can you can mess them up. 
Oh my god. You really can because like there's you can some, mess up anything. Yes, they're just too hard. Like I think for me, what I think a good macaron tastes like is mm-hmm. something that's like like initially kind of like hard i'll say mm-hmm. but then also chewy yep you know the shell what you see here mm-hmm. is the it's not crunchy it's more like it cracks yes and then inside it's chewy nice and chewy yep you know like yeah. that's like and you don't want it to be like too thick because then it's right. just too much shell like right and then it won't fit in the box and it, then it looks mm-hmm. messy and it cracks like I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. I love when the shells are smooth and mm-hmm. the feet are perfect. I don't sell anything that doesn't look perfect. Like I have a standard and if it doesn't meet the standard, it goes in the trash or it's a test macaron for a new flavor or something. Nice, nice. Yeah. You could like, honestly, like you could probably also just like sell like your like mess. We've actually been know? talking about doing that. The only problem is I don't want... Because I would sell them at a discount. Yeah. Macarons are really expensive. They are. Um, and I don't want people to wait for the, the mess yes. for the messed up ones because they're cheaper and then they don't buy the good ones. Yeah. So I haven't done it yet. I'm this struggling. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I it's throw. Gr- yeah. I, I hate throwing away Macs that aren't perfect because it is a waste of money, but. I don't know. I'm struggling with that one. What about, like, if someone spends a certain amount of money, you just give them a bag of, like, here's the mess-ups from your order. (laughs) I thought about that. Well, actually, I just give them perfect ones. If they spend a certain amount, Mm -hmm. I throw them extra good ones. Oh, nice. As, like, a thank you. But, I don't know. I'm struggling with the the messed-up ones. Yeah, it's a good idea, but it's risky as well. It is risky. So, what is your favorite flavor to work with? I'm really throwing you the loaded questions today, aren't I? Oh my goodness, I don't know. Probably this one. It's one of the new flavors I just did. I'll let you try it. Okay. Brown sugar bourbon pecan praline. Oh. Good. Really good. good. Yeah, you're going to like it. Okay. Yeah. And other than that, just chocolate. Chocolate. Because I get to eat it. Nice. Nice. And caramel. I love caramel. I wasn't a caramel person until I started making it myself, and now I love it. Is it hard to make? Not really. No. No. Um, caramel, just one second it will be perfect, and the next second it can burn. Yeah. It's super fragile. So. Um, you just really like to work with very fragile things, yes. don't you? Yeah. It's a fine line. Yeah. That chaos. You really yeah. enjoy that chaos. Yeah. Because I have control over the chaos. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it. Um but yeah, it, it makes me feel good about myself when I can crack something mm-hmm. that is really hard. Yeah. And other people can't do it. Because I'm like, yeah, I make Max. And I like, did it. I'm like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Still baking cookies? Yeah. <laughs> you know. How important are markets to your business as of right now? As of right now, not that important. Okay. But ask me six months ago and it was everything Mm -hmm. because it is the fastest money maker and the fastest way to build your clientele because depending on what market you go to like the biggest one that i do in in riverview is winthrop and um i've gotten so many clients from there because just so many people live around there they're walking through with their kids Mm -hmm. and it's just an off day or whatever and um, 
they're like, oh my God, I want you to do my wedding. And oh my God, my kid's birthday is coming up next month. And it's just, you can build a relationship with people Mm -hmm. uh, at markets because they want to talk to you. Even if they don't buy anything from you, they want to come up and they see, obviously I look like a 15 year old. So they're like, is this your business? And I'm like, yes, it is. And then we spark a conversation Mm -hmm. about um, my journey to being a small business owner and being a student and all the everything else in life that you have to balance. And people just love to talk. Yeah. So it's a great way to build relationships and then word spreads. Yeah. Very nice. So like how long did it take for you to start seeing traction in your business from like your initial decision of like, yeah, I'm going to do this in your, in your first market. Mm, Probably last Christmas. Okay. I started in July. I'm about to have my first birthday whipped and baked (sighs) July 7th. Congrats. Yeah. Super exciting. Um, but yeah, I would say it took till December because, um, I had some of my neighbors post on Facebook that I was doing cocoa bombs and um, Christmas cookies and Christmas mm-hmm. macarons and a bunch of stuff. And there was a big jump after Christmas of who my clients, how many clients I had. Nice. Because it was just for two or three weeks in December, I did, well, I did four markets. So a market every weekend. Plus, we were probably only sleeping five hours a night for three weeks. Because the amount, we probably made 800 cocoa bombs, 1,400 macarons. Like, we did not sleep. It was crazy. And I don't think people realize how much it takes, like, to prepare for a market to go to, like, it's very. Nobody understands. It's yeah nobody understands you know like just to get all of that product together to make sure you have enough product Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to go with not enough but you also don't want to go with too much right let alone how expensive it is to buy your booth yes the tent the cooler Mm -hmm. the table the tablecloths the sandbags Mm -hmm. the banners and then um the marketing marketing and then boxes and ribbons and Mm -hmm stickers on the bottom with ingredients that say gluten-free and like mm-hmm. just the little things that nobody yeah would ever realize is there yeah. yeah like when you like are at a market and you go into a booth and you buy something from that booth mm-hmm. you have no idea how much like that like validates the whole preparation right. Right. beforehand you're like wow okay so it was worth it some people will literally come up to my booth and say oh i hate macarons and just walk away what why i'm just like just walk past bud it's just it's how people are but i'm those little comments and stuff like that i'm just like why am i even here sometimes so it can be as much as it is an accomplishment and we work so hard to do it it can be really hard sometimes because people just don't appreciate and don't even care to appreciate. No, and I think a lot of it comes down to as well as they don't understand. Right. They like they kind of look at it, and you know, I feel like we probably like make it look easy. Yeah. You know, and um, they just don't understand, right. like how we are down to like the very like thin end yeah. of our energy, mm-hmm. and let alone how hot it is. We can't leave. Right. 
You we have to, to stay. It's a part of the contract. Yeah. <laughs> like, you get to go into the air conditioning if it gets too hot. Right. We can't leave. Mm-hmm. We're out there in that heat. Yep. So, what events would you like to see more of in the community? More indoor events. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about earlier how um, people are fainting at markets because it is so hot in Florida. People bring their dogs with their paws on the pavement and it's torture for them mm-hmm. and but nobody can find a big enough indoor space to yeah. hold a big market especially with covid everything should be outside yeah so once time permits then indoor markets for sure because every market i've done that's indoors has been really small with no foot traffic mm-hmm. and and then it feels like a waste because well, it is a waste because I've made product and then it doesn't, it doesn't go to do anyone. Right. I wonder, like, honestly, we actually have, like, we have a lot of space downtown mm-hmm. for obviously development and yeah. these big apartments. I would, like, love to see a space that they develop that is, like, set up for indoor right. markets. Right. To where, like, maybe you can have it, like, where there's no, like, like walls, obviously, so it's just, like, a building and it has a nice roof over it to shade everyone. Right. And air conditioning. Yes. But like it's all open. Right. But still inside somehow. That would be I wonderful. I think that would work so well yeah. downtown. Because there's plenty of markets. There's oh, yes. plenty of markets. There's a demand. All over Tampa. But um, they're all outside. They, yeah. And just with the way this heat is going, it's, yeah, we're not And now with the longer. rainy season, no one's going to come to markets. No. So. The, and half of St. Pete floods. Uh, what about Tampa? Oh, yeah, you guys get it really <laughs> bad, too. I know how much uh, Tampa can flood. Oh, my God, it's crazy. Yeah. It's... Even on my street, my intersection, um, and when it's bad enough, we can uh, sit on rafts and float down the street. Yeah. People kayak. It's yep. just, it's normal. It's the normal neighbor- Tuesday yep. for us. The neighborhood <laughs> that I grew up in, it, it's it's known for its flooding. Right. And people do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You'll just see them, you know. It was so bad one year that the house on the corner had flooded all the way up to the house and all the floors and everything in the house was ruined. Jesus. It was, like, it's bad. Move to Florida, everyone. Yeah, know. <laughs> like, you know, this is what we deal with. So many deal people with. are moving here and they have no idea what they're getting themselves no, into. They really don't understand it all. Yeah. You know, Florida is not for the faint of heart. Nope. But the, the exodus that's coming to florida and everyone moving out of california it's great for business it is it's great for business it really is i'm definitely we're definitely going to see a nice boom right you know but hopefully everyone benefits from the boom. yeah yeah you know just not only certain people so how can we as a community support you more other than obviously just buying your products stop buying cakes at Publix. <laughs> okay yeah um but it's also hard because Publix is a lot cheaper than I am, mm-hmm. um, but it's the whole thing. Support small. Yes. Stop shopping. Stop shopping at Target and Publix and Walmart and all that stuff for your baked goods, and come to the small businesses. Mm-hmm. It is more expensive. You're gonna get a ten times better product though. You are. Yep. It is catered to you, and it's gonna be exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually care about it. It's yeah. not just some person working at the bakery as their day job and getting 
paid minimum wage like it is it's our business and we care about it and yep. especially if they want something super custom it's great marketing for us too so it's not like we're gonna mess it up no it's gonna be as perfect as it can be yes yeah Publix like I hate to say this like don't get me wrong as a Florida girl I love Publix like right. you know me Publix too. subs oh uh, yeah but yes it's a grocery store chain like you're not going to get the super customized right. super good quality that you need like Publix they, started making macarons yeah. what and uh my macarons are $2.50 a piece. I feel like that's a very good price for a macaron. And Publix is a $1.50 a piece, but they taste like cardboard. I went and tried them. I tried the pistachio one, and I couldn't even finish it. Yeah. It was just, and it was cracked. It was brown. It was not. It was not. Right. Pretty. But I've, I've had people come up and be like, oh, yeah, I tried a macaron at Publix. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Okay. Good for you. Sure. I yeah. thought you were my friend. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You know? But I mean, and honestly, like, I love Target, but... I love Target. It's so fun in there. Their bakery is not the best. It's not. It's you know? Not. Like, there's just... They're there for their purpose, mm-hmm. but I think when it comes to, like, baked goods, you have to feel the love and passion when you're right. eating that. Yeah. You know? And you're only going to get that from, like one of the local shops here because exactly. like they're bakers you know they they legitimately right care about what they're putting out yeah you know thank you so much for coming and talking to us like i said i love talking to the bakers yeah. i love anything sweet thank you, you know. so much for having me one of these days when i master the the macarons i'm be like here you go like and you're I gonna will, have to approve it for me of course and you i know? will help you with whatever you need just message me for sure give you any tips and tricks I I will do that because yeah. one of these days I'm going to attempt it. Awesome. No, that's that's really exciting that I could help you do that. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool. Yeah.